Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. I'm so grateful to the Lord to be able to be used, to be a blessing to somebody, somewhere. And I know you will be blessed through this word. I'll be speaking from the theme, I know a place. And I don't know about you, but I have observed that we are in a world with resounding mournfulness. The cries are incessant because the deaths are incessant. Many are left to mourn the loss of loved ones. And also the news of many members in our community who have departed. The repeated requirement for us to put on our form of sackcloth and ashes. The garments that you use when you go to a funeral seem to be ever pulled from our closets. I don't know about you. But I sense a universal spirit of heaviness across the world. A spirit of heaviness. All the jubilation, joy, and excitement with our eyebrows lifted uh, uh, with surprise and excitement and thrill seem to have been lowered. Lowered during this COVID-19 pandemic. Personally, as a Christian leader and pastor, I have funeralized on so many levels. Husbands and wives. Imagine mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, yes, a brother and a sister together. Cousins, grandmother, son-in-law, in one case, both in the same day. Schoolmates, people that I grew up with, having to inter them. Personal friends. Many I don't even know, never knew. But the requirements would be that we would go to a graveyard instead of a sanctuary to host a funeral service. It's been difficult. 
it has been more difficult than I can express to watch people not being able to fully have closure. Watching people take on that spirit of heaviness and mournfulness and guilt as though they have not done proper concerning the one they love. I know about it. I've watched it. But I'm grateful today that in the midst of all the mournfulness and the heaviness and the sackcloth and ashes and the lack of proper closure, imagine your partner in life is sick. You call for an ambulance. The ambulance comes and takes them to the hospital. But you're not permitted to go. And then they are hospitalized, but you're not permitted to see them. Next time you see them would be the last time you see them. These are difficult days. I know we're still on this globe. I know we're still in the midst of community. But I'm stressing today that you're better if ever. You better find a place outside of this global place. You better find a place. A place where you can be with some people who can identify with your pain. Because you see, a lot of folk who uh, 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 don't understand that, that there's a difference between mourning and grieving. You see, your mournfulness is what we all see. But your grieving, nobody sees. But the impact of your grieving, y'all just looking at me this morning, but I'm trying to tell you something. You better have a place. You better have a place when the one that you've loved and have lived with so many years, some cases 60 odd years, gone. But you're still here. You better have a place. I'm glad this morning that I can say I know a place. And if you stay with me, I'm going to take you there. Well, the three points of this message. Number one, the anointed. Point two, the appointed and the appointment. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed with this word. Now, listen to me. The scripture says that God sent somebody to help the hurting. To comfort them. Because most hurting people, mourning people, what they need is not explanation. 
they need somebody to give them, watch this now, a proclamation. And what is the proclamation? The proclamation is, I don't care how bad you're hurting. Let me tell you something. This is not the end for you. You're going to come through this. God's going to strengthen you. God's going to help you. Rod say, I'm so sorry. Sure you're sorry, but, but they don't need to hear that right now. What they need is something to get them up from where they are. Something to help them to be propelled into another place. Y'all ain't listening to me this morning. I'm saying we are living in a hurting world. But what we need are anointed people in place here, there, everywhere who will be able to bring that anointing to bear on their situations. So I say to all who are seeking titles, seek that one. To be anointed. Hallelujah. So then, look, look with me. I said, Jesus had not come. He prophesied 700 years. Before. But it sounds like Jesus is right here. That's why Jesus could say, all the scripture is written of me. From Genesis to Revelation, it's all about Jesus. Say it's all about Jesus. Say it's all about the anointed one. Say it's all about the Messiah. You got me? And not only that, but then he's got the title Jesus. I mean the name Jesus and the title Christ. And Christ means the anointed one. Massa means anoint. And it means, stay with me now, either by pouring or by smearing. Anyway, you bless me, God. I don't care how you do it, but I want to be anointed. I want the anointing on my life. Are y'all listening to me today? I'm saying the anointing makes the difference. So I go again to say that this is what was prophesied but when you read the prophecy it's almost like he is there reading it he's there speaking it to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes oh God beauty for ashes what's this oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the righteousness the trees of righteousness say take me there pastor alright let's go on over to St. Luke New Testament chapter 4 verse 1 it says and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness right being 40 days tempted of the devil and in those days he did eat nothing that means he's fasting and the devil comes and he tempts him. You all know the story. All the way down, all the way down. Come on down to verse 14. 
Look at verse 14. It says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him. The anointing is coming. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. In other words, they were impressed with him. And he came to Nazareth. Same there in verse 16. You see it? It says, he had been brought up. What is now? And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. Say, he came home. As his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and he stood up to read because that was the duty of young male Jews. And there was delivered unto him, watch this, I've come through all of that to come to this. (laughs) What's handed to him is the book, the prophecy of Isaiah. He could have been presented any other. But no, no, no. He is presented as he begins his ministry with the prophecy that proclaimed and prophesied his ministry. Somebody ought to give God some glory right now for having it all together, having things to follow in proper sequence. And now, over those many years, it's as though it just was there all the time. So here he is. He's in the synagogue. And he begins to read. Listen to this. It's going to blow your mind. Listen to what he's reading. He says, in verse 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach the liver. What is this? Didn't I read that way over there in the Old Testament? Now notice, Jesus is in his lifetime. But he reads that to the letter all but one word. And I'll get to that in a minute. He's reading what Isaiah prophesied. And as he reads it, he reads it with authority. But don't miss this. Don't miss this. Look at verse 19. He says, he has come, what's this, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. People who are anointed are always on time. Their word is on time. Their presence on time. The prophecy on time. Our God is an on time God. Right now, right where you are in your life, in your circumstance, in your situation, wherever you are, somebody ought to pause right now and recognize afresh that is on time. Where I'm at right this moment is on time. What's going on in my life right now is on time. Everything that's happening to you was already predicted and prophesied would happen. But it's another thing for you to recognize it. Jesus did. And so he flows in sequence, even though it's over 700 years. Stay with me now. This is important. 
What did Jesus say in the beginning? He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. We are not ready. I don't care who put you there. We are not ready. I don't care how much passion you have to be there. You're not ready until you have been anointed. And it's interesting because everybody else don't have to know it. You better know it. It doesn't matter whether they know it or not. They'll know it after a while. Because when you begin to move and act and do what God has called you to do. They will know you can only do those things because you have been. You had the oil on you. You had the anointing smeared all over you. When you go home, look in the mirror. Look at yourself. And I want you to do this for me, please. Just stand there for a moment and have a conversation with you. And the thing I want you to do is not merely to ask God, am I anointed? No. What I want you to do is to stand there and declare, God, I want more than anything in the world to be anointed. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed, inspired, and informed, and encouraged to the point where you can say, I know a place. So until next time, when we shall come to you with more biblical principles for temporary living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts to live Concepts to live Concepts to live can change